Welcome to Mental Millennials with your host, Shelby Friesen. So today we've got, well, I've got you back, Ed, um, and we're going to do a little bit different today. So we'll, we're going to actually record a coaching session between you and I. Normally these are private and either in a coffee shop or in your place or wherever we do it. But uh, leaving last uh, podcast episode, you had the idea to um, actually record one of these lives so other people can see um, what it's like and how a coaching session actually works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe even some of the stuff that you're uh, working on and learning and mm-hmm. exploring in and of itself could be beneficial for people to hear. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There'll definitely probably be some other people dealing with the same yeah. stuff, I would imagine. Yeah, so it should be fun. We'll yeah. try it out, see how it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, typically we don't have headphones on no. <laughs> or a microphone or even the knowledge that this may be shared publicly, right? Like you said, yeah. it's usually private. So it's a different environment, but I'm I'm super excited to try it out and, and mm-hmm. sort of see where we go. Yeah. Um, awesome. Awesome. So are you comfortable and do you have everything you need? Yeah, I think so. You got water and... Yeah, I got water down Nice. Here. Awesome. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm good to go. Okay, <laughs> let's give it a go. So uh, we chatted a little bit before we actually started recording mm-hmm. and I felt like we were diving into, you know, the catch up and yeah, yeah. me getting up to speed on your life since we last saw each other like mm-hmm. a week and a half ago. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, let's, let's record this. Cause <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I love to, to just kind of get up to speed. Like what's been happening. I've been following your daily emails. Oh, uh, yeah. We had a phone call uh, a week ago and things are shifting. It sounds really exciting. You know, a lot of movement in mm-hmm. your world. Um, Give me, give me a little bit of an update. Because we had the phone call on fr- that Friday. I think so, like a week ago today. Yeah. Um, that was, yeah, because Wednesday I started reading The Illusion of Money. And then I had to call uh, my business partner on, I think I, I think it was Thursday morning. I was like, man, I got to take like the next two days off. Like I just need to read this. Um, and what was happening for you? Like, a day in, I think you, you carved it a bunch of time and you were just crushing that book. Yeah. Like what I was, read it in like ha- two days. Yeah. What was um, happening for you? And, and that led you to go, okay, I need some space. Like something's happening. I need some space. What was going on for you? Well, just cause I already know like the, the podcast and, um, you know, this realm of being able to help people is what I want to do. And since I've started doing it though, I've been telling myself, um, and everybody else that it won't make money mm. or at least for a long time. Right. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah, there's people who make money with podcasts, but, and, and everyone's question right away too, when they ask about it, like, Oh, well, like how would you even make money with that? Mm. And that's what they always ask. And I was like, Oh yeah, well you don't really. Mm. Um, but I mean, you totally can, mm. um, or use it to feed other things or whatever you want to do. So I've been telling my, that myself that for a long time. And I think, one reason is because it's easier for me to make money with ride, like the automotive stuff. I know that it's easy for me to launch new products or put things in place there to make more um, just because I know that. Like, and it's this easy is, now, yeah. years later after yeah. starting it. Yeah, because yeah. like now that's what I know mm. and having to come and do this uh, or trying to make money in this sort of realm, which is more like, I don't know, almost info product type stuff mm. um, or information I don't, yeah, I don't really know, but it's, uh, I don't know how to make money. It's a different game. Doing it yet. Yeah. So my first idea has always been, why not just make money where I know and then use it for this, which I mean, is fair, I guess it, it would work. Um, but it's just like a drain. I don't mm. really like spending that much time there. And, um, even when we were talking or, I said to my partner like a few weeks ago, cause we were going to launch those Harley parts. I was like, man, I just really don't care about Harleys. Mm. Like, and no, nothing against them. Like would I ride one? Yeah. Would I buy one? Yeah. But if it got like blown up tomorrow or Harley fell off the face of the earth, I wouldn't care. Mm. Um, mm. So that kind of like should have answered the question for me. Like, why would I spend time doing this stuff that I actually don't care about? Mm. Um, but the book was all about just like letting not worrying about the money or letting that kind of control you and just do 
what you want to do and like kind of let go of the need for that mm. and uh yeah just follow follow what matters to me mm. um and every time i kind of do start working more on the podcast or getting into it um people start booking uh, i start enjoying it like it's nice to um you know, like when I work on it, shit happens. When mm-hmm. I don't, nothing does. Yeah. Um, and I'll always put ride first because it makes money. I'm like, well, I got to do that first because it's making money um, and that's going to pay for this. But then by the time I get around to doing the work for growing the podcast or the other avenues I've been thinking of, uh, it just doesn't happen. Mm. So. And why do you think that is? You're just... It's just a lot. Mm. Um, and I think like sometimes I let ride and other things drain me too much because i'm either overthinking about it or or whatever Mm. it is Mm. whereas if i put all that energy only into this um it would be it would grow exponentially faster in my opinion so thursday morning send a message to your partner because you're part way through this book you're Mm -hmm. you're feeling like whoa here is something that is almost kind of confirming or validating an existing yeah inner tension that was happening part of you is like i i really want to be following stuff that excites me that I'm passionate about that mm-hmm. allows me to contribute and give back. Um, and yet I got to pay the bills and mm-hmm. I want to make money. And, and and so this book is sort of speaking specifically to that mm-hmm. inner conflict. Yeah. And you're going, Holy shit, I need some space to process this basically. Yeah. Is that right. Yeah. Nice. Um, I just really wanted to think about it because I'd been diving in to like for the past, two, I tried to quit like two years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I took a really like I wasn't really doing much after that. I was like, okay, I need some time. I basically took that year off, but we were still running it. I was just doing, we were both doing minimal work. I was dealing with everything like mobile that I could do, like calls, emails, um, get the sales, work on the online shit. And, uh, my partner would get the stuff out. But, uh, then I decided to jump back into it recently because I wanted to make a bunch of money selling the uh, Harley parts that we were going to launch. So, um, I've been spending a lot more time on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Nice. And then realizing I don't really want to spend that much time on that. Um, and like before when I tried to quit, I was just like, really, I mean, I'm still scared about it. It's not like mm. I, I'm not ready to fucking go have this big plan of how I'm perfectly going to work and work it out and pay the bills. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, like two years ago, it's when I wanted to leave. I was actually like just too scared to do it because I didn't know what I would do. I didn't even have the idea for the pod, like for this then or, mm-hmm. or anything else. I was just new. That's not what I wanted. Right. Um, so I kind of spent the last two years forming that into something. Now at least I have a bit of a baseline mm. to roll with. I was going to ask, yeah, what's different now? What do you think is different now? And you're speaking a little bit to it, but just elaborate more like, um, well, also like, I guess when we had our call and you, and when I said, I real, I finally realized how much I have to offer, mm. um, that would be different. And, and tell me more about that. Let's pause on that before we jump to the next thing. What does that mean to you? What um, happened there? I mean, I always kind of like, I know I have an interesting life and have done a lot of things and like some things that people may never do in their whole life. Um, and I'm still quite young. So like I, Deep down, I real I know I do have uh, a lot of things, um, but I don't know. It's like I always logically talk myself out, and I'm like, oh, like the shit I know is like everybody knows that. Mm. Um, but recently, I've really been starting to realize that's not the case. Um, and how did you get there? Like, I, and I know we're talking about the book being yeah. super impactful, but the book is nested within yeah. the coaching we're doing. It's nested within tons of reading. I know you're doing mm-hmm. tons of conversations. You started the email uh, list, list yeah. like the podcast, like you've been working mm-hmm. you're doing a lot of work on yourself mm-hmm. and giving back to people already. So you're yeah. already in this space, but um, how, how do you think you got to that? It was that just a breakthrough f- of like, I've got a lot to offer. I'm realizing I've got a lot to offer. It was a few different things the past few weeks. Like I've been actually doing like sort of what we like doing some minimal coaching with my business partner. Mm. Um, Like you've been coaching, you've been, you've been delivering coaching almost. Yeah. Essentially like we would meet and we'd make food uh, one night um, because I don't know, then we have healthy food we can eat every day. Mm. um, And it's obviously easier to eat it when you have it sitting there. (laughs) So we were doing that together and then, I was kind of laying different things out 
for him because he's got a lot on the go. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times I'm like, like I, we sat down one day, laid out like all the things that he has on the go, like building cars or trucks or whatever else, um, you know, through life. And uh, once I put all this, we put all the stuff on the board and I was like, holy shit. Like, um, I was like, dude, I don't think me and you could do that if we were both working on it all full time. Like that's mm. how much work and um, tasks that there were. Um, so then we kind of reorganized them. You know, he was like, well, shit, I've never really looked at it like that. Mm. You, 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 you provided a new perspective. Yeah. And then, um, I'm like, okay, well, why don't we reorganize this stuff into like, what's most important to you? Um, cause it's all like just all over. And then like, we kind of reorganized mm. it and then we left and I mean, yeah, I gained a bit of new perspective. Then the week later I did a new diagram that I don't know. I just thought of it cause that's how I think of like my life, but I drew a little circle and that was essentially like our relationship and the business. And then I wrote like all the stuff that I do um, outside of that around it and how like all of it helps that, mm. um, you know, like whether I'm, I don't know, my exercise, food habits, reading, people I talk to, mm. meet with, like what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't, you know, it's not directly for that, but it all helps everything. It just all, all works connected. together yeah. to like, you know, get you um, whatever the hell you want to do. Um so I laid that out because I was like, man, like in my opinion, when, you know, we sit down, have these meetings, say we want to do this stuff and we leave, uh, everything that you do outside of here doesn't really impact what you say you want to do within this. Um, and he, when we did that, he was like, fuck, man, I, like I'm just really overwhelmed again. Like I've never really thought of my life like that. Mm. Um, and for me, I just, again, think like, well, everybody knows that, like just do shit that's going to help everything else you do. Um so I was like, okay, what the hell? Like, this is kind of weird. Mm. Not weird, but I was like, okay. Um, and then, because we had been kind of working, like, with the habits, kind of, like, routine stuff a little bit. And just to pause you there for a second, this is kind of weird. Like, let's, I just want to anchor that a little bit, mm-hmm. your insight in that moment. Like, I'm hearing, wait, like, whoa, I kind of just thought this was obvious. Yeah. And everybody knew this. But now that I'm actually teaching someone and, 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 mm-hmm. and, and, articulating what I do maybe a little bit more naturally mm-hmm. I'm realizing this is not yeah that obvious for a lot of people well and it wasn't obvious for you at a certain point in the no past. no like I've been in the exact same spot um and I just kind of assume that people know they just don't want to do it mm. right so I'm like oh like okay he like anybody knows what they have to do or how to build their life they just don't feel like putting the work in but mm. the real- reality is like they actually just don't know mm. or you know depending. Yeah, or there's, or there's some block that it could be a bit of both they don't mm-hmm. know or they might have some ideas but there's there's yeah there's blocks and beliefs mm-hmm. and we'll talk more about that in a bit i'm sure but so then um yeah so we've been doing a bit of that and then i joined a new like business kind of like mastermindy group thing online mm-hmm. that i've wanted to do for a while and they started this like double your income training um that was like but it's not really one of those shitty online double your income courses. It's not really about that. Uh, it was a lot about like building essentially what I've been talking about with my partner, like building your life and discipline and stuff in a way that, um, you're working efficiently Mm. being able to do these things. Foundation for running a successful business or whatever, whatever you want to go after. Exactly. So we, the first training, um, and I had already thought about like through the list I've started and stuff, um, maybe doing some sort of like habits or routine thing or like really getting into like how I build my life. Mm. And uh, so we started, we did the training and I, the whole time I was like, this is literally what I do. So you're um, just to clarify, you're a customer of this other yeah, yeah. email thing, kind of like yours almost, mm-hmm. but you're, so you're receiving mm-hmm. teachings from someone else. Yeah. And, and you're going, I was like, this is exactly what I thought about actually teaching. Yeah, um, I know this stuff. I'm living this stuff is what you're saying to yourself. Yeah. Cause there were so many people like in on the, the zoom meeting that were just commenting in the chat thing, like, Oh, like I want to start eating better, but it's just like, I have all this other shit on the go. I don't think it's really the right time yet. And all this shit. And I'm like, what the fuck are these people saying? I'm like, what do you mean? It's not the right time. And then, hmm. um, the guy running it is pretty funny too. Like, I think we have pretty similar, um, like the way we would talk and, and stuff like that. And he's like, man, like I just got to be straight up. Like 
there was like no better fucking time to start eating healthy. That is like the one thing you should do right now. Uh, that will be the best thing you'll probably do. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy was just like, Oh fuck. Like, yeah, like I know, but like, you know, um, but it was wild to see all the, cause I don't know. I think there's probably about 50 of us or maybe 40 in there. I don't know, maybe even less, but either way. Um, yeah, everyone was like, I'm like, Oh, like I really want to try and do this habit more or build this habit. And I was like, man, I literally have all of these. And I didn't like, mm. you know, I was not like, Oh yeah, fuck these idiots kind of no, thing. No, but no. I was just like, wow, this is like crazy. Um, cause like I literally could be teaching that. Right. Right. So that's where I'm so it's like working with your business partner. You're now paying for this course and receiving teachings where you're going, like, I know this stuff and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready to teach it to others. Mm-hmm. It's like two major, uh, pieces of evidence. Yeah, that because that, a lot to offer. Cause that call was on the Thursday. Right. Wh- when I was like, that I took off. So I was like, holy shit, this is crazy. Um, and what's happening in the book that's that's fortifying, or, or if at all, guiding you towards this realization of like, I've got a lot to offer, a lot more than I maybe realized at first. Was there anything in the book that kind of... No, I don't think so. It's just mm. really combined. I think the the I think honestly the turning point really was that call because mm. uh, I was like, okay, holy shit, this is literally what I thought about. Uh, you know, something that I could teach. That yeah. I mean, I mean, he knows that guy knows a lot of shit that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but for and vice versa, yeah. But for being like on the, I was just kind of like, okay. I mean, people are paying a lot of money to be in here, and like, I could literally, you know. Um, so I was kind of like, fuck, this is weird. So. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. This is weird. Again, that's your go-to. Yeah, uh, I, let's pause on that again. <laughs> it's funny. You get to you get to uh, you get to the realization that you know I have a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, I shall be at a lot to offer. And we're mm-hmm. sort of floating. We're 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 looking at that concept. How did you get there? What's the evidence? Mm-hmm. You know, how did that shift happen? And then and then the summary is it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. And I wonder, like, what, 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 why that? La- it's such, it's such basic language. That's weird. It's sort of like that's interesting. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, it's like filler language. Yeah. And and then you're quick to move on to the next topic. And as you're, co- I want to bring you back because I want <laughs> you to really sit in this space for a second of like, I'm realizing I've got a lot to offer. I know, I know, we've talked about this already on our call, but. Mm-hmm while we're reviewing it, really anchoring into that, you've, you've had two, you've read a powerful book that started to shift you. It, it somehow contributed to you creating space saying, mm-hmm. listen, work, business partner, life, pause. I need a couple days mm-hmm. to go inside, you know, with myself, to be with myself. So powerful move, number one on your part. Mm-hmm. Most people, and we've all, you know, you and I have done this in our, in our past as well, we're getting to something it feels like, you know, heart opening or like mind bending or there's some some mm-hmm. shift is happening and we go, but I got to make money or mm-hmm. I got to go to work or, you know, I, I got to get back to what I normally do. And mm-hmm. then we sort of push away this seed that is about to burst through the yeah. seed of insight. You said, fuck it. I need space. And you carved it out. So step one, that was powerful. Mm-hmm. And then you started to reflect and you go, wow, like I'm actually already coaching someone mm-hmm. one-on-one in a way, mm-hmm. in a really powerful way. And I know it's had an impact on his life. Mm-hmm. I've talked to him. Mm-hmm. Um, to you are paying for teachings and receiving teachings through this online course. And part of you is going, this is great. And I know this, I live this. Like mm-hmm. I want, I, I could teach this to other people. So and then we get on the phone and, and your big breakthrough was like, wow, I'm realizing how much I have to offer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> but that, you know, what's, what do you think that it's kind of weird pieces in the, in the, in the. Just cause I've never really thought that I did. I, I focus so much on making money and that think like, I don't know, never really think about just giving value. Cause I'm like, mm. well, what do I really have to give? Mm. Um, but I've just yeah, I've started to be to notice that. And how yeah. does that change things? Like if you if you can continually bring yourself back to this state of mind mm-hmm. and this belief system that I shall be, I have a, I actually have a lot to offer. I'm not perfect. Like I'm hearing you say as well, you're ready yeah. to continue to learn. You're not done. Mm-hmm. But where you are right now, you've got a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. 
And you did before the podcast. You did before all of this. You, you've had a lot to offer the whole way through. You're just mm-hmm. starting to really see it now. Mm-hmm. But how does that change things now? If you can really live in that space of I've got a lot to offer, what does that open up for you now? What's different? Um, well, I, f- I find that I don't really, like the a lot of the worry is kind of gone. Nice. Because um, that's usually what I'm stuck in. I'm like, oh, like shit, how am I going to make money? Or what about this? Or what about mm. that? But um, I'm finding it easier to just jump in and do things. Um, especially like that email or doing the first live call yesterday. There wasn't a lot of us on there, but, you know, I did get a little bit nervous when I thought like, really cares like mm. at the end of the day mm. um i don't know uh maybe when you're when you're stretching out of that space of i have a lot to offer maybe the nervousness comes but then if you bring yourself back to well no mm-hmm. yeah this is new i don't know how it's going to go i don't know who's going to be here but ultimately like, i know i've got a lot to offer it just allows i think it's been allowing me more to actually feel confident in like offering help to people mm. um because at first I would kind of, you know, I would hold back or wouldn't be like, oh, I don't know if that's right or they shouldn't do this. But I mean, I really think anything's right or wrong. It's really just kind of like inspiring. The point mm-hmm. is to inspire people to do whatever they think is right or right and not let them find out for themselves realistically. It's beautiful. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Very nice. Okay, so let's pause for a sec. You've got a lot to offer. <laughs> In the last week, you've made it sounds like a, a real shift in your intention mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, letting go a little bit of this chasing money kind of thing, mm-hmm. the illusion of money, like the book talks about letting go, trusting that you have everything you need to live an abundant life and, and create a lot of impact and wealth and all these things. And ultimately it's going to come from all these great things you have inside you that you're going to continue to develop. Mm-hmm. where do you want to go? And you don't have to have the, the the crystal clear answer yet. That's a that's a tough question for a lot of people, a lot of us. But like, what do you want? What, what, where, where do you where do you feel the flow of life is taking you from here? And and what would you like to create going forward? Um, it's been a. I don't really know. Uh, I don't have like a set plan for what I'm doing. Um, realistically, like I just want to get more people. I want to start getting more people out on the podcast. And like, I mean, I've been really lacking on reaching out or trying to build a community or anything out of any of this, mm. um, which essentially was the idea at the beginning, like maybe even holding in-person things or um, trainings or, or whatever. Uh or even just gatherings where like guests who have came on or people who are interested, like want to go, you know, want to do things uh, or meet other people. Mm. Um, I think community, like building a little community out of everything I'm doing would be, um, was like kind of always the idea. And especially with the email list and like doing the live call, like that's what those people who showed up for that wanted to. Um, yeah. What was that like? So that was last night you had a live, like a virtual mm -hmm. group chat for an hour. Yeah. Audience members from your email list. Yeah. And I mean, it is fast to introduce. Like, I mean, the way that I built the list um, wasn't really, I wasn't telling people I was going to do that or whatever it was. I just wanted to see what happened. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that I sort of entice people with money if I missed a day of an email. But the people who really showed up last night, uh, I asked them at the end, you know, like, why did you guys join the list? Mm. Would you stick around if I did it after 30 days? What do you think about doing the live? Like, how did you like this call? Mm. Um, and those five people, like, really wanted, like, yeah, like, 100% I would stay on it. I didn't join it for the money. If you said it to me, I actually was going to decline it. Um, and uh, mm, Interesting. Like, they like. Because you had a bit of a, a question mark around did I get all these 50 people to sign up so quickly because I was offering? Well, I knew a lot of them weren't for the money because a lot of people were like, I'm really excited to hear what you have to say. And yeah. like, they, yeah, yeah. people have already reached out a lot saying like, I actually look forward to these every day. Um, so that's cool. And I'm like, okay, people are really taking to this. It's been nine days. Like I haven't really wrote that much. Um, so I thought that the live might be a bit quick where it's like, you know, after 30 days, they would know a lot more about me mm-hmm. and probably vice versa. But I just thought like, 
it really cares. Like if five people are willing to show up, why not just do it and see what happens? Um, Mm -hmm. And worst case, nobody shows up. Be funny at the least. Like tomorrow, (laughs) like literally whatever, nobody (laughs) showed up. Who cares? Like that would lead me right into my like laughing in the tough times uh, email I'm going to send. So, um, and so, okay. So, and I don't want you to, feel like you need to share specifics from last night or from anything you've received because it's, mm-hmm. you know, confidentiality is important, but in terms just thematically and, and, you know, I know a lot of people are replying to your emails. Five people showed up last night and they're asking questions or in dialogue mm-hmm. with you from all of that, all of your exchanges and the fact that you're starting to have dialogue now with your, mm-hmm. your community. What are you at this point, what do you feel is the purpose of this based on obviously your intention, but also the reflection you're getting back from the world is you, you've put something out there mm-hmm. with some sort of purpose. Yeah. And now there's a bunch of stuff coming back and you're starting to have this in- exchange mm-hmm. with people. How is that purpose evolving? How would you, how would you describe it in this present moment? What is this? What are you doing? And, and what is it that you, you were trying to create here? Um, no pressure because like, it's, it's an evolving purpose. So, so whatever yeah. you say now could be different five minutes from now, but what's your feeling based on your intention, but also what you're receiving? Um, I don't really know. I mean, it's like, I guess at the, even at the beginning with the podcast here, like the, the idea was just to relate, like allow people to relate. And that's, really what's coming up in the emails is like they're replying because they relate to something that I've done. Um, Mm. And I'm not sharing, you know, about my big successes or whatever, if I've even had any of those, whatever that means. I'm just sharing about like my daily life struggles, uh, you know, good things and bad things, Mm -hmm. um, whatever it is. So people are just relating and they're Mm -hmm. not, you know, they're just sharing that because most of the responses will be like, oh my God, like, that's awesome. But this is happening through my life. Same thing, kind of whatever. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, like, yeah, they, they, it's just really seems like people obviously want to relate to somebody. And if you can make that relationship go further than just like an email, um, which was the point of the live, like we all got to go on there and talk about, um, everything that people wanted to know about or were were relating to or whatever it was. So, and what are some of the themes that are coming through really strongly right now? Yeah. Uh, for a lot, well, a couple of the people is really like doing what I just did, like really letting go of something in their life to chase something they actually want to do. Um, so there's a few people who want to like start their first business. There's a person who wants to just quit her job, but has no idea what she wants to do. Mm. Um, there's another, uh, that was more so just asking about, um, about ride, like, what don't I like about it anymore? Mm. Um, do I not like building things and all this sort of shit? So um, yeah, just really relating around. I mean, cause that's a pretty big shift. So a lot of people are relating to that cause they obviously want to do something else than whatever it is that they're doing. Mm. So, mm. yeah. So just as much as you're sharing stuff about your past, mm-hmm. like I know today's email was about the struggles you had like three, four years ago to even walk down the street mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there. It's, 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 what's kind of beautiful for me as an observer of this is it, it's going back four years and it's being written in the present moment mm-hmm. where you are all once again going through a transformation. Yeah. You've let go and you're opening up. And, and you said a little bit earlier, letting go, like some of your audience members are also in that process of letting mm-hmm. go and then chase so that they can, so that they can chase something different. Mm-hmm. And I'm curious about that language. Like, is that how you would describe what you're doing? Are you letting go so you can chase this path or, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think I always go back and forth between this where I think you have to put like, there's a, like you have to surrender to it. Like for me, like with rider now trying to fully let go. Um, but then I, I struggle with like, you have to be disciplined and put the work in. Um, but you also have to let things happen how, how they are and be able to kind of read some of the signs that are coming mm. through um, but the problem is like, I don't like saying just surrender and, and see what happens. There has to be both. Like if you just surrender and see what happens and just fucking stand there all day, well, nothing's going to happen. Mm. I mean, it could, I don't know, maybe something falls out of the sky and you get what you want. But, mm. uh, I think 
you still have to put a lot of effort in, but how do you classify that without saying, and I, I guess I don't really know the wording to use to classify uh, how you would do that without saying like, I, I don't know, chasing or having the drive to like really, you have to get what you, I don't know, you have to put something out there to mm. get something back, I guess, maybe. Mm. Mm. Interesting. I don't know. That's a, that's a <laughs> um, yeah. Let, let's dig, let's, let's probe this a little bit or probe this for a little bit. So I think it's more, well, because what we talked about last night too is like if you are giving value and you're doing something that's like has a positive impact for people and you're doing, you know, it's something you care about and something that's like impactful and, um, you know, valuable to the world, I guess, or anybody, even just one person that it will, it'll work out. Mm. Um, I, I believe, but I think if you're out there trying to scam and like do random shit to just make quick money, it probably isn't going to work. Mm. Mm. I mean, it could, there's lots of people who do it and have made money, but it's probably not worth the effort you have to put in. It makes me think of a quote, um, something to the effect of whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. Mm -hmm. So if you believe that it's possible to succeed following a path where you're of service and giving and helping people and learning and then finding a way to teach, Mm -hmm. if you believe. Yeah. But if you but if you believe that that's not possible, it sounded like maybe some of your beliefs earlier were like, "There's no way I can make money. There's no mm-hmm. way I can succeed. There's no way I could live doing work like that." Well, you're probably right as well. Yeah. No, hundred <laughs> percent. It really um, comes back to what do you believe is possible? Yeah. Because if you're committed to the belief that you can't succeed, following an authentic sort of inspired life of service, mm-hmm. it's gonna be really hard. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. You're working with your sort of inner lawyer there the rules and laws that your your sort of inner self is set Mm -hmm. so it sounds like you're really opening up to the former way of being which is it's possible Mm -hmm. and in fact it's almost sounding like for you it's the only way now Mm -hmm. you've seen something you've experienced a shift and you can't go back yeah um so tell me what do you need most right now shelby like right now, what do you need most? I don't know. It just seems like making, just making the time to do, um, I don't know, just to keep working on this stuff and putting, um, putting the energy out there. Um, mm. I don't really know. And you having, are you having any trouble with that? Cause I know I can see you're doing a lot. You got me back here. You're sending um, out the messages. Like, not, but are you struggling with that at all? Oh, yeah. I mean, every day it's like, uh, yeah, I mean, every day it's definitely a struggle. Um, and what's that? Tell me more about the struggle. What are you finding most difficult? I don't know. It's kind of like, I guess it's just like, every day it's a struggle to just not think about money, really. It's like, yeah, the book makes that shift, but it's not lasting. It's like, you have to keep pushing that every day. Kind of mm. like in the email that I wrote today, uh, just cause I read that book and I felt like that for a day, I could just fall back into my normal, um, you know, comfort zone and whatever I read that, but forget about it. Right. Um, That's what happens with a lot of, mm-hmm. a lot of us. We, we've both experienced that in our past too. You get inspired mm-hmm. and then we go back to our patterns that safety. But then to like enforce that every day and just keep, doing it uh that's where it's a little bit hard right it's like every day i got to wake up and go okay it doesn't matter just do what i can that's valuable Mm. uh today and we'll see what happens Uh, so you're saying so what i'm hearing you say is you're struggling with the thoughts particularly around money every mm -hmm. day that's a bit of the struggle is so what are you thinking about money what are the what are the thoughts or beliefs are there patterns no i just worry about like what if i don't make enough in time to like in case of um and even like the thought of having to like because one of the guys on the call last night was asked about being financially you think it's better to be financially stable before you pursue like a passion um and i 
someone asked you that. Yeah. And I just, you go, Whoa, am I financially stable? What am I doing? Like kind of, well, and I said, like, well, I said what most people do when they start is like set their baseline of how much they need to essentially live. Like, obviously, I mean, you could buy a fucking tent and sleep in the bushes if you wanted to, but, um, you know, to pay your base. The next episode will be recorded from Shelby's tent in the backyard. Yeah. Like it could be, but, but yeah, it's like to just, you know, set your baseline and just figure out how can you make that much money? Um, I mean, obviously you could go beyond and set bigger goals, but that's what most people do. Well, I see a lot of people that do that kind of, it's like, Hey, all I need to do is make this much. If I can do that, then whatever, we'll just keep going. So, but then I thought about, it, I'm trying not even to think about that. Cause it's like, I don't want to think about the minimal most money mm-hmm. I can make just to get by with what I'm doing. Like, mm. I just want to forget about having to make it at all and just seeing what happens. Mm. If that makes sense. So, so come back a bit. So what are the, what are the fears though? If, or, or thoughts that are, that are difficult um, that you have around money every day? Honestly, like, yeah, it's really just that. Just what if I don't make any money in a couple months okay. and then what, what if I, do? I don't make any money? Yeah. So what if, and, and do you let yourself answer that question or do you just sort of. Yeah. I just kind of say like, it doesn't really matter. Like even if I went six months and made no money, I'd still be alive. And like, I, I always know, I kind of justify it by saying that I always know how to make money. Um, like I have skills to go back to, you know, like realistically worst case. Okay. I'll just go fucking build a truck part or I don't know, fix somebody's truck for a thousand bucks. I don't know. Yeah. There's always a way that I could make some money. So you, so just to slow down a little bit, you've, you get the, you have the thought, what if I don't make money and probably many different thoughts, but there's a theme there for sure of like, yeah, what if this doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. And then part of you gets to answer that question. Well, I've got a lot of skills that I've built up and worst case scenario, I can go back to what I'm doing or mm-hmm. I can go you know, build stuff or, or fix people's cars. I mean, worst case probably you have to get a job, but yeah. I don't like thinking about that. So your, your <laughs> worst case is what a lot of people's best case is. I just want a job. Yeah. It's pretty privileged. It's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. So is that, is that usually enough to sort of solve that fear or? Yeah, usually. Yeah. And you just keep moving. Yeah. Worst case scenario is I have to get a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I don't even know why I think of jobs that bad anyways. Like it just depends. Um, yeah. I don't know. Let's, let's double click on this. What if I don't make money? Mm-hmm. Why, why do you think that's even a question? I don't know. Just cause I want to be able to still live and do the shit I like doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But is there a, a bit of a fear that you're not going to be able to succeed going down this path in making money through this path. Oh yeah. 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 A little bit. So yeah, it's like the ultimate. Fear even right is. now, everything I'm doing is for free, right? Like mm-hmm. the podcast is free. Um, the email stuff I'm doing is free. The lot, like I've only done one live. I mean, it's still new. Um, but the thought of like eventually charging, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like, I'll just have to see what happens when I get to that point where um, start uh, charging a l- mm-hmm. for whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So the, the the belief there is like I can't make money doing this. It's still uh, it's, it's, it's not like, really a can't. More now it's just kind of like more of a when mm, and mm, a bit of a how. Yeah. I try to like let go of the how mm. um, and the when really yeah. like because even the list is already forming like. I envisioned it to be that, to have like a weekly live and have a, a group of like, you know, even if from this list, list of 50, only those five people stick with it. Um, who cares? That's five people who actually give a shit about, Mm -hmm. um, me and what I'm doing and wanting to help themselves and care about their fucking lives too. Right. So all happening almost faster than you expected. Yeah, As you sort of and like, more and more. that was just a random little vision that I had that I thought about trying and like it's already halfway together in 12 days. Yeah. Um, so thinking about that and even just the people that, you know, I met some really cool guys on Wednesday who are doing some cool shit with connection um, and just like the people that I've been meeting and, and even, you know, not focusing on. Yeah, just like not focus on making money and just offering other people help. Like how, you know, like when I was really inspired when I left the meeting with them because they're doing some crazy shit uh, with 
just like the stuff that they're doing to connect with people and like events and their YouTube channel and stuff that they want to start doing. I was like, man, I'd be happy to like help you guys do like anything. I don't really care what it is, but if you want a hand, like going to shoot one day, like I have, I've done that kind of stuff. Um, or anything like putting stuff online or, um, helping organize an event, like whatever it is, Mm -hmm. um, I'd be down to do that, which I would normally never do that. I would have gone into that meeting and been like, these fucking guys will never make any money. Um, fuck YouTube channels are stupid. Mm -hmm. Connecting with people is stupid. Like I would always just think about like, not really a waste of time, but I would have been like, yeah, I don't really know. Um, it'll take them forever to make money doing that. They should be selling, some you know create some product sell it online do something um mm. but this time i'm like man it's actually cool uh so just kind of changing like doesn't really matter or to be like oh they're not really making any money they don't know what they're doing mm. kind of mm. thing too sort of judging and yeah yeah and you let go of that you let go of judgment yeah so now i was kind of like man this is like super cool what they're doing and i was like fuck what I'm, a shift eh? i'd like to be a part of it in some way if i could and then isn't that amazing you can look at the exact same person thing situation mm-hmm. and through a mindset of judgment and fear and, and limiting beliefs it, it looks one way mm-hmm. and then you let go of that and it looks completely different mm-hmm. isn't well, that interesting like yeah and it's just like even like what are the possibilities with that like mm. maybe one day you know maybe we start sharing each other's shit and eventually like i don't know built like his vision was to have like this building downtown with like a core group of kind of like leaders who bring the people into the events um and stuff so he's like man it'd be sweet if we'd be like part of that if you would you know eventually be part of that core group or Mm. or whatever like man you never know like that could grow into something huge yeah um or you could blow it off as a shitty coffee shop meeting and go home (laughs) um so brilliant yeah so you got judgment you've got you know it doesn't look very exciting it's like that's going nowhere and then the exact same situation through a different mindset is like, you're now asking mm-hmm. what's possible, what mm-hmm. could be possible. And that's a totally different question than mm-hmm. what am I doing here? Yeah. And like, this is a waste of time. It's, it's funny. What am I doing here? That's not even a question you would ask. It's more like judgment is more statements. Mm-hmm. This is a waste of time. This is stupid. They're never going to make money, whatever. Whereas from this space, it's questions. Yeah. It's, it's statements like this is interesting and exciting. And what's possible? Mm-hmm. How can I help? Yeah. What's my role in this? What's What can I open up to receiving mm-hmm. as well as giving? Like it's all questions, which is so much more curious, so much more open-minded than that judgmental kind of mm-hmm. shutting things down mentality. Yeah. It's a powerful shift. Because I've got, or another friend reached out and asked me to go over him and his friend's website. His friend built it for like this like mental health thing they're starting where they want to give 50% of sales from each um, like product to uh, some sort of mental health thing. I don't know the whole uh, story behind it, but it's really new. And he's like, could you go over the website and give us some advice? So I looked at the website and I was like, I mean, in my opinion, yeah, like it's not a good website, but like it's the kid's first website. Mm. It doesn't really matter. Like it was better than my first website ever was. Um, But normally I would look at it and be like, Oh my God, like, this is fucking garbage. What are you going to like? And I would just basically give like all the negatives about it instead mm-hmm. of now where I'm kind of like, okay, well he's got all the content there. Mm-hmm. Like all the, like anything. Cause that's usually the hardest part for a website is you have to have the content. Right. Um, yeah. Anyone can build a layout, but actually, you know, yeah, there's templates out there. Yeah. Putting the f- information mm-hmm. on it. Um, so just a, like a way the, a lot of the stuff was done. I was like, okay, like this needs to be optimized like a lot, but everything's there. All we mm-hmm. have to do is change that mm-hmm. um, and build it into into something that will work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like excited to work with them a little bit too and um, get to see how that will kind of turn. Yeah, It's so funny. that I feel like that's a metaphor for what you're doing with your life right now. Yeah. Everything's here. I've got everything I need. Mm-hmm. I've got skills. I've got experience. I've been through struggles and successes. Mm-hmm. You know, You've got all the content. You've got all the raw material, all yeah. the, li- the life content. And it's just creatively working with it, asking yourself the questions. What's possible here? Mm-hmm. Who else do I want to get involved? Mm-hmm. How can I help? Like you're, it's a major shift, Shelby. Mm-hmm. And, and, and so when I heard you say last Friday on the phone, 
I'm finally starting to realize how much I have to offer. That's why I said stop. <laughs> and I just said it back to you like four times in a row. Mm-hmm. But in your email, you said you, you had to hold back tears. I yeah. almost cried. <laughs> yeah. I almost cried hearing you say that. Because I heard that for myself too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going through the same journey as you. I'm finally starting to realize how much I have to offer. Mm-hmm. And so I was repeating it because I wanted you to hear yourself. And I wanted to hear myself say it mm-hmm. and it was so metaphorical with this kid's website you're talking about he's <laughs> yeah. got everything he needs he's got so much to offer there's all this call everything's there all the building blocks now let's play mm-hmm. let's get creative with our lives and even if there's still shit we have to work out i know you you're dealing with rides still you've got to figure out a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. but if you're in the frame of mind that is creative experimental asking questions what's possible Mm-hmm. there's no need to judge it as good as even good or bad it's just moving with it mm-hmm. and allowing yourself to bring all of yourself to your life and start to shape it in the direction you want it to go mm-hmm. yeah. so what do you need now nothing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have everything you need yeah and you're doing it mm-hmm. and it sounds like you know you're 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 more rapidly than ever working through these limiting beliefs around money. Mm -hmm. And I would just offer, you know, if there's anything around, I can't make money or I don't know how or when pausing and and really grounding yourself in, I have everything I need already. I don't need more money. Mm -hmm. I have everything I need, all the skills to help me figure this out. And just, just centering like if, if there's anxiety or discomfort around money before you like uh, and, and everyone has a different approach to this but personally from my life like sometimes I've, I've been through phases where I spend a lot of energy combating those beliefs it's like no no, no I, I'm gonna make money I can make money I you know and mm-hmm. and it becomes this fight and I'm stuffing down and trying to block that fear mm-hmm. of failure whereas what I've been learning to do and and a lot of the teachings I've been receiving and, and sort of seeing it happen with people. And I think a big part of what has been working for you is closer to this philosophy of making some space for mm-hmm. that fearful part of ourselves and not reacting so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, you wake up and you're anxious. How, okay, what am I going to do today? How am I going to figure this out? I, I'm never going to make money. Whoa. You're just kind of loving that part of yourself. Mm-hmm. There's a book that um, a client just recommended me to last night called, I can't remember the name, but it's like 90 seconds to something. And it's all about letting go. A lot of what we've been talking about, but it gives a bunch of practical exercises that you can do because this woman's belief is if you can just make 90 seconds to sit with your fear, Mm -hmm. to sit with your anxiety, to sit with your negative beliefs, 90 seconds, that's all you need to transmute that energy into something more productive. Mm -hmm. And so whatever the number is, like that's less important. I think just generally holding space for those thoughts and those fears and really just getting curious because whatever is noticing the fear, that's you. You are the higher Mm -hmm. level of consciousness that's just witnessing the fear. Mm -hmm. The fear is not you. You know, even yeah. even when we say I am anxious, I am not anxious. I am witnessing anxiousness and it might be f- really difficult, mm-hmm. but just the fact that you can witness it means that you are not the anxiety. Well, I kind of felt that actually with like just being cold the other day. Mm. <laughs> um, I don't remember where I was, but I was laying, might've been in the osteopath appointment I was at or, or when, that day I was downtown I was in lawn sale and I was like laying on that wood thing on the mm. water. Mm. Um, but like, it was like only, I, like the cold was like touching like the outer layer of me, like the whole way around mm. my body. And I could feel like the whole outside of me was cold, but I was like inside, I'm not even cold. Mm. But like, it's just the uncomfort of feeling that cold on you. I was like, I'm not actually cold yet. I can just feel the cold. Yes. Um, yes. So that was kind of like mm. weird. Where I was like, and oh. normally you might react and say, okay, I got to bundle up. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to get sick. Yeah. This is, this is unhealthy. I'm going to get that. We've been programmed 
to be so fearful of the cold mm-hmm. that we we get sick because we are so committed that if we are if our bodies are cold we're going to get sick and that's why people are doing all this Wim Hof stuff. My brother's huge into yeah. cold plunging because it's retraining our minds to not be so afraid of the cold. Mm-hmm. And that same thing goes with money. The same thing goes with connecting and relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole bunch of fears we have around really being intimate with someone and and, and getting deep with them. Mm-hmm. So we can't make eye contact. We can't be vulnerable and talk about what's really on our mind. So we're talking about mm-hmm. how cold the weather is and all this yeah. other stuff. And and so, yeah, again, if we can just sit even, yeah, like, so cold is one thing. And then connection, if, if, if you're feeling social anxiety sitting with someone, we, we're so quick to jump, to run away or to just blurt out stuff and just start talking. You know, <laughs> yeah. that, that's a symptom of... Mm-hmm. of anxiety is just talking yeah and and again if we can just slow down and just love that part of ourselves that's tripping out mm-hmm. and that's afraid and go okay it's okay it's all right <sighs> breathe and it's the same thing with this money if you wake up and, and you're worried about okay why am i going to make this business work just breathe write down you know what are the thoughts what are my biggest fears i can't make money or i don't know how to make money what do i do next okay just write it down. Don't judge it. And with each one, you could even write next to it in another column a more productive thought. Mm-hmm. So if it's, as, if it's as intense as I can't make money, I can make as much money as I want doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do next. Deep down, I know what to do next. Mm-hmm. I just need to open up to it. Yeah. Maybe you have a different thought, but that, you know, that's what I use is because mm-hmm. I'm writing, I'm, I'm building a business as well. I don't know what to do next. I, I, I do know the, <laughs> the world, the universe knows mm-hmm. there are so, there's so much going on that I don't even understand, but there's, there's a greater design here that knows what's next. And, and I'm connected to that. Mm-hmm. I just need to slowly let go of all these fears and these insecurities and let that answer come forth. So mm-hmm. you know, I'll write that down. And just take each one and just write something that's at least more productive. Because the reality is, is these aren't objectively true. I can't make money is not objectively true. <laughs> no. There's no scientific data to show that you can't make money doing this. So let go of that. And sw- slowly and gently s- swap it for something that's going to help you. Mm-hmm. And that's like, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy is, is rooted in that. It's like, examine your thought processes and ask yourself, is this true? And is it useful? Mm-hmm. And every time you're going to realize that the answer to one of those is no. <laughs> yeah. Objective truth. We very rarely say things that are objectively true. No. Except for what I just said there. <laughs> yeah. And is it useful? Like, God, even if it is true, it's probably not useful if it's causing you anxiety or causing you frustration or depression or, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is, if it's holding you back. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't mean we have to like go all positive thinking and be like, I'm the greatest and and try and Mm -hmm. that feels inauthentic or forced. That's probably not going to help either. No. Because you'll have another belief that's going, this isn't going to work. But if we can thoughtfully rewrite the script a little bit, Mm-hmm. And then just slow down and pause and breathe and go, okay, what, what feels like the next best action? And that might be you sitting down and starting to write your next email. Mm-hmm. Or maybe an idea comes in for a new offering for your community that would be really valuable, mm-hmm. that you'd be excited to charge. And you think people would be excited to pay for because it, it mm-hmm. would be a game changer and the value would be 10 times what they pay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's in there. If that's, if, that's, if that's where you feel this going, that's in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel right now? Um, about an hour in. I feel pretty good. Um, what else? Like, if we just wrapped up, the whole thing shuts down, run away. Like, what? What hasn't been said yet? Is there anything that you want to cover that hasn't been said yet? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think I'm doing kind of doing that like when i think about because a lot of something man why am i even writing this email like it's not making me any money or it's not doing anything but like every email i write is just i don't know give something to somebody um so i'm kind of like and it helps me do it 
faster and learn more. And every response I get from somebody, I learn. Um, so just trying to look at it differently because mm-hmm. um, they do take me quite a while, right? Like, I mean, I'm getting pretty close to like an hour mm. for one, which like I'm happy with, honestly, because they were taking me two hours before, mm-hmm. uh, like 10 days ago. So, mm-hmm. you know, and people probably think that I just go on there and fucking blast that out in 10 minutes and send it. But it's a lot of time. Oh, man, I know. Um, so to, to write in, that. In just a week, basically, mm-hmm. you've improved your efficiency by 50%. Yeah. And like even as I, the more I write and get out and just like format, I can always go back and like take certain emails and build them into like a program or whatever, right? Like can reuse a lot of the stuff that I'm putting out. So I'm not really trying to not worry about it mm-hmm. and just keep, just focus on, yeah, writing and doing what I care about, really. Mm. Um, what are you excited, like most excited about um, for what's coming next? I don't know. I mean, the thing is, like, everything is, like, kind of out of my comfort zone, right? So it's, like, every day I'm just pushing some sort of thing. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't necessarily get excited for those things. They kind of scare me. <laughs> but then... um after it's usually worth it, like it, like doing the first live yesterday, I was I was scared to do it, but now I'm like, oh whatever, like that's actually not that bad. Mm. Um, so I'm just excited to see what happens um, from just, I don't know, not trying to force everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to see how everything continues to build. Like I've already met some really cool people just from um, the past week from just fully putting like more of my effort into all these things. Mm. Three questions for you. (laughs) You can answer them however you want. At this moment and going forward, you know, what's your intention or, or what are you inviting into your life? What do you need to let go of? And what can you offer? Mm hmm. What was the first one? <laughs> what? Yeah, one at a time. What, what, am I, what are you inviting into your life? What? 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 What is your intention? And what would you? And, and, and I.e., what is it that you're inviting into your life right now? Um. I would say a lot of, honestly, like a lot of connection. Probably, mm. um, it's something I kind of like push off, but. Mm everything to do with what I'm doing is connecting with people. Mm. Um, so I have to do that if I want anybody to come on the podcast or mm. if I want anybody to um, be on my email list or come to the live calls or get anything um, out of it, I have to be willing to connect with them. So that's kind of like what I've been focusing on really is just show up and connect with people um, and nice. just be open with that instead of judging them and shit. So I'm, yeah. invi- I'm inviting in more connection. Mm-hmm. And isn't that so interesting? The email you sent to your list today was telling stories about how you couldn't even get down the block. Mm-hmm. And if you saw people, you'd turn around. Mm-hmm. That's a very real, yeah. f- you know, fear. Yeah. And, and at a certain point in your life, that was the reality. It was connection was such a threat mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And, you know, we don't need to go into that right now, but it was such a fear mm-hmm. that you couldn't get down the block. If you saw anyone at the park, you'd come back. Mm-hmm. And now look what you're doing and what you're inviting in. I'm so scared though. <laughs> it's what I was talking about today with someone else. Like for some reason, people are like, to me, some like the scariest thing. I don't know why, but like having to talk to somebody. Hey, what do you think that's, but let's just quickly look at that. I don't really what are you know. Afraid of? What are you afraid of when it comes to connection? Um, I guess just what people might, think or what yeah that's probably it um, what would be the worst thing that i could think about you or someone could think about you maybe we know each other well enough now that i'm not maybe the <laughs> scariest person to connect with but yeah like, what's um, the, what's the biggest fear well i don't really i think it honestly just kind of stems a lot from like my childhood realistically like um kind of like growing up uh with my dad and stuff, it's just always about not being good enough. Mm. Um, so that's mm. realistically, in my opinion, where it comes from. Um, not really many other people have told me that I'm not good enough, but just from that being blasted into my head a million times when I'm a, a kid, mm. um, that's where it kind of, and it's not like he didn't do good things or care about what I was doing, but 
that's just for whatever reason, that's what I remember. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's pretty big. A fear of not being good enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, So what do you think you need to let go of? That. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, it's it's just kind of like my email today too, about always pushing the boundaries with uh, the the running or walking or just getting out there. That's essentially what I'm just doing now, right? I'm always pushing the boundary of not being good enough. Um, like last night, I could have easily just pretended I fell asleep and not done the call, or I mm. could easily just stop doing emails and never talk to anybody again. But just pushing it every day a little bit and just see how it grows. And so, what do you have to offer? in the pursuit of all this and inviting in more connection, letting go of the fear of not being good enough Mm -hmm. or the belief that you're not good enough, probably even more at times, Mm -hmm. letting go of that. You are more than good enough. Mm -hmm. You have a lot to offer as you've come to realize what, what can you offer? What is it? What is it that you can offer the world? Basically everything that I know. (laughs) Well, everything that I know, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Offering everything, you know, everything I've learned or, you know, just what I'm doing or, yeah. That's beautiful. I love the choice of word offer. Mm-hmm. I often think about that. I talk about that with people. It's like, this is an offer. You know, mm-hmm. it's like holding something with an open hand. And what's significant about that is I'm not stuffing it in your face yeah. and I'm not, you know, eat it, deal with it, take it, mm-hmm. learn it, yeah. be like me. But I'm also not holding on, you know, it's like I'm offering the iPad and you try and take it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah yeah this is my ipad you're welcome to have it you know yeah it, it's just yeah and the beautiful thing about that is you can sit there as the as the the person on the other side and you can take it if you want it mm-hmm. yeah and you can also give it back or you can just look at it and say no thanks mm-hmm. that's a big thing about business as well it's like we're worried that we're you know, when you're selling something or marketing something, it's manipulative. And it's like, well, people don't have to take it. They mm-hmm. don't have to buy it. Yeah. It's an offer. It's like a really good waiter at a, at a wonderful restaurant. You know those, those times you've gone out for dinner and it's just been magical. You're with mm-hmm. amazing company and just incredible service. It's like at the end of dinner, them saying, would you like to look at the dessert menu? Mm-hmm. No, thanks. <laughs> or yeah, I'd love to. Mm-hmm. But it's just an offer. Yeah. And yet there's so much you have to offer. So just mm-hmm. yeah, beautiful. So, so one more time, you're inviting in connection, letting go of the belief that you're not good enough and offering everything, you know, mm-hmm. free from attachment. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Mm-hmm. You feel complete with the session? How do you feel right now? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I feel good. Yeah. What was most valuable for you today? Um, I, I don't really know. I never know how to break stuff, stuff down. Like, for some reason, I don't know. I've always hated those questions. People like, oh, like, what's the most valuable thing you got or that one thing? Mm. And um, I even, it, it kind of came up with my, um, the guy who wants to buy Ride. He was like, oh, well, what do you value? They were going to buy it without the name and they were going to buy it. Uh, we've offered them to buy the whole brand. Mm. Um, and it's double the price if they want the whole brand. And he... <laughs> was like, well, how did you give value to that? He's like, I broke it down. And I, you know, I gave the social account this and the name that. And I'm like, like, I'm like, I didn't do any of that. So I didn't break it down and give it a value. I said, it's just like, I said, it's fucking worthless if it's not together. Mm. <laughs> I was like, how, mm. how was that? Mm. I said, you can't even do that. That doesn't even make sense. Mm. Um, and uh, I was like, dude, you're not paying for the social account for that. You're paying for the complete the, You're paying for the whole thing. I said, or don't buy the whole thing. And there's no guarantees when mm. you buy it, when you get the package, you're guaranteed the same revenue, the same customers, everything that we have right now, nothing changes. When you buy half of it, you're guaranteed none of that. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are going to do. You could make no money. I mm. have no clue. Mm. Um, or we're just, I, I don't know. So I was like, that's, 
that's what it's worth in in my opinion. Um, mm. I didn't break it down because if I did that, it would be worthless. Right. Um, okay. And that's kind of how I feel like these things too. It's like, I don't know, just the whole thing. Whole experience. I don't know. I can't think of anything in particular that's like, I just like the whole process of it, like going over everything, getting to talk about it. Um, and then, yeah, it just helps me to be able to express my stuff. Um, yeah. That's, a, that's yeah, an okay so maybe, answer. Yeah, it's great to be able to express yourself. That's pretty valuable. Mm-hmm. But, but but I'm also hearing, yeah, the complete experience. It's mm-hmm. a, you, you wouldn't want to take out a single piece of it. Specifically, it's, it's that no. it, it's all... Mm-hmm. web together yeah beautiful well, I'm, I'm glad to hear you feel you can express yourself <laughs> yeah 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 sweet Alrighty. well yeah i think um yeah, i think that's it i mean i always just feel like i'm excited to go do stuff after, <laughs> right? so. it's like, let's get to work yeah yeah Let, you know let's move on yeah that's beautiful yeah that's beautiful mm-hmm. i almost as a parting comment um and so uh, I need to look up the word. There's a word in Chinese, ancient Chinese. Mm. Have I told you about this? I don't think so. And and the word basically translates to go slowly. And people would say it to one another after a conversation, any sort of interaction, any yeah. sort of connection. They would say this word and it meant go slowly. So sort of like, let's not rush off and dive right back into work mindlessly. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, something's been created here, mm-hmm. especially in these types of interactions. There's a, the energy is totally different now, yeah. an hour later, right? Mm-hmm. So let's go slowly. You know, we're, you know, we're going to transition now. You and I will probably have 5, 10, 20 minutes together before I leave. Mm-hmm. Let's go slowly and let's preserve a little bit of this energy so that as we head back into our lives, we can bring a little bit of this to the other people we interact with mm-hmm. and the projects and the work and even the copy you write. It's like bringing this energy to it. It's going to be much more accessible if we don't rush mm-hmm. to the next thing. Yeah. So yeah, go slowly, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah. Uh, this has been a lot of fun. I appreciate it. No problem. It was good. All right. Bye.